Welcome back to the Provoking Prosperity Podcast. This is Miranda Mitchell, your host. Today, we are diving into Cole Kaufman's human design chart. She is new to human design. So in this episode, I go into a lot of the basics about the unconscious, the conscious, and some of the centers, as well as going deeper into some of the gate activations in the heart or the G center. So if you are new to human design, this is a wonderful podcast to tune into. And even if you aren't new to human design, there's always something that you get to take away through a reflection or a share or an experience from another person that may have the same gate or theme defined in your chart. So I hope you enjoy and let's dive in. Do you spend all of your time building and maintaining your business so that you achieve the success you envision? Do you feel frustrated, unfulfilled, and have a loss or disconnect from your creative flow? Are you a conscious leader that is ready for change when it comes to society's views on money, wealth, relationships, and what prosperity truly means? If so, you are in the right place. Welcome to the Provoking Prosperity Podcast. I am your host, Miranda Mitchell. I am a 2-4 Manigen who is here to empower and equip you to step out of the box of social norms, guide you into using your voice for inspiration and impact, and support you in finding what prosperity means for you so that you have the business and life that fulfills you. So grab that cup of coffee, get comfy, and get ready to hear the heartwarming and heart-wrenching personal stories, all things human design and jinkies, plus tangible practices that you can implement right now for your personal and business growth. Hello, beautiful souls. It is Miranda here back with Cole. And now we're going to go into her human design chart, which I'm so excited. I always love to go into everyone's charts because I get to see you from a different lens than anyone else, really, right? So uh, Nicole, I called you Nicole because I saw your name. I'm like, oh, that's kind of funny. It's Nicole. We call her Cole. So obviously you like Cole. So <laughs> <laughs> Could you tell us what you know about human design? I am brand spanking new to human design. I know that it's a very useful tool and I've input my information one time, but I couldn't really understand the chart just looking at it myself. So I'm super excited for you to give me a reading. <laughs> okay, so when you look at this body graph, what is what is something that comes up for you? What a question or a thought? Well, I see something that looks like bright yellow, like in the center, like heart space. So I'm curious about that. Okay. So that was one of the things that actually came up as you were speaking about. You've always had your own authenticity and you've always had this sense of knowing who you are when a lot of people don't. So that is the center. This is the G center. It is love, direction, identity. And those that have this defined, which is what it means when it's colored in. So anything that's colored in, whether it be any color whatsoever except white, anything that's colored in means you have defined energy there. There's consistent energy there. And that energy you put out into the world. So the consistent energy is who you are at your being, at your energy level that you actually put out into the world and people get to receive it from you. So the love direction that identity is the G center. That's that's why you knew like who you were. You always had this deep sense of who you are. And that's why a lot of people don't is because when it's open or undefined, which is white, like these centers that are white, 
What that means is you actually receive energy from people around you. So if you are around people that are low frequency, don't know how to express their voice, constant ideas or whatever, you are actually taking all that energy in and it's not you. It's variable energy. It's borrowed energy. So for the people that have the identity center white, like me, for instance, we're chameleons. We, are, we do morph. We do change. We don't know who we are. And a lot of times that can cause a lot of struggle and pain in our lives. So for you, because you have, you're still quite open. You have three centers defined and everything else is undefined or open. So open means there is no activations in the center. Okay, so here you'll see one channel. So this is a channel. It's called the hanging channel, channel 36. These are activations in this center. So these centers, the throat and the ajna, you have no activations in. So this means there's a lot of variable energy. There is no consistency within that center. Now, the, all of these are based on the chakra system. There are seven chakras, but nine centers. And the reason is, is through the lens of human design, the center, two of the centers split. The heart chakra split into the G center and the will center. So the G center, like I mentioned, love, direction, identity. And then the will center is ego. It's me, I, willpower, self-worth, and value. And then the other two, that split, or the other one that split into two, was the solar plexus. So here is the emotional solar plexus. And on the left here is the spleen. So the spleen is all instinct, intuition, connection to patterns, connection to, you know, just understanding things because you have witnessed that pattern before, either in this life or a past life. So you have a deep connection to that animal instinct. And then the, the emotional solar plexus is creativity. It's connected to consciousness, emotion, empathy. Like these are all the emotions. So these two split. And in 2027, we are having another split through the evolution of design. We're moving towards the new human, which is truly going to be where there's a lot less consistency and much more variability, much more connection to the consciousness and our creativity rather than instinct. So we won't be living out of fear, fight or flight. We'll be living more so on creativity and consciousness and connection to the planet and each other. Anything come up so far? No. <laughs> I'm soaking it all in. Okay. Okay. I know sometimes I can just go, go, go. And so if you ever are like, wait a minute, what? What was that? Just let me know. So with those, so with those centers being open, is that necessarily a good or bad thing or just is? It's both because it's considered bad when you don't know that you have them open and you're not questioning yourself about these things. Like, let's say, I've, I took some notes here too. The head, if it's undefined, is it is always afraid to be uncertain. Like there's this consistency because you receive all these ideas from everyone else and then you're like, 
is this my idea or is this my idea? Is this my idea? Should I do this? So it's this uncertainty type of thing. Then the Ajna, oh, I'm sorry, the Ajna is the uncertain. And then the head is thinking about things that don't matter. <laughs> I feel like that is what clouds my brain all day long. <laughs> well, and that's because when you look at the chart, all the centers that you have white, they can be where you hold your deepest shadows because they're fears, because there's no consistency. So here with your head, this is ideas and inspirations all the time, but they're coming in from other people. So there's uncertainty and you're always thinking about everything else. You're always thinking because everything around you, you're bringing that in. So for you and for anybody else's following here that has an open or undefined head or anyone actually, it's all about following your strategy. And I'll go into the strategy because the strategy in the human design body graph is the number one thing to tune into first and foremost. It is aligning to trusting the process of what is right for you in the right moment by following your inner authority. So for you, you're a pure generator. Generator means you love to work if you are inspired by your work. You will always work. You always need to have that thing that you're doing, the creativity, the service, the connecting, the building is very important for you because you're a generator. All generators, we are here to work. We love to work. If we are not inspired by our work, we will definitely hate it. We'll get depressed. We'll get down. We'll want to numb ourselves because we love to work, but you have to be inspired. Now, the thing with the head and Ajna being undefined, to make the decision, sometimes you have so many ideas. It's like, well, what should I do? What, what am I? What do I want to do? I have this idea and that sounds beautiful or this idea. There's no way to know which is right for you. So when you follow your strategy, that is how you can start to trust that process, which for a generator, it is wait to respond. So what that means is, and I'm sure there's a point in time and after this, you can go back and reflect. Um, when things show up to you in the external world and you respond to it, not from the mind, but from the gut instinct, yes or no, then it falls into place a lot easier. Then if you have an idea, you plan it out and you make it happen. Because when you're responding, what that means is you are attracting that aura into you and then your body is responding like yes or no. Whereas if you're planning, it's in your mind, it has nothing to do with your body. And that's why I was so happy you mentioned embodiment because human design is embodiment, is listening to your body instead of your mind and learning how to do that through your type and your strategy. So waiting to respond in the physical world is your strategy, meaning I have an idea that I want to move. I'm going to wait to see if something shows up to me that gives me a sign in the external world that I can respond to that is a yes or no. So you wait, and then all of a sudden, Matt says, you know what, we need to get out of here. You're like, yep, okay, and then you move. So that was a response. So I would love for you to reflect on that. The times that things became really easy for you and that they just happened, was it through responding? Because that's how you are actually designed to create your life. As a generator type, 
you truly let life unfold for you. If you have a 10-year plan, you can have that plan, but let it be very open because if you're restrictive, you're going to hold yourself in this little box and you're not going to expand in the way that you're truly here to expand. You are designed to actually respond. So next month, let's say something comes up. It's like, oh, a retreat in Costa Rica. Okay, yep, sounds good. Whereas you never thought about that before. So it's through responding that your life evolves and grows. Any questions about that or insights? Yeah, I, I am in the season of becoming more aware of this so hard right now, naturally. And I love that this is coming up. And it's so funny because it actually is showing up in the way we're getting ready to move into a new condo at the end of the month. And it was this opportunity was presented to us and we were back and forth about it. And I waited to respond and I don't do that. I have lived in my head and it causes so much chaos, just the way that you were describing, right? Just the in and out and fluidity, but not in a good way, right? It just the circling of what is the right decision. And so with this instance, when I brought it up to Matt and we were sort of hashing it out, I didn't make an immediate decision just from my head. I let things simmer for a few days and then came back to it. And then we did get signs that this was the right move. And it felt very like from my body. And so I love that you brought that up because that it really is showing up for us right now. That is huge right there for that awareness because now you know that you paused. You paused, you responded. Um, and now with this awareness, practicing through this will make your knowing fast. It'll be faster. When we were kids, we always seemed to respond like, what? you know, it was more like a grunt. And we were conditioned to believe that we needed to be more polite. That was in the head, be polite. But as far as a generator or a manifesting generator, we are blessed enough that we actually have this inner response when we tune into those sounds again. So when we tune into, huh? Or, and we answer our yes and no questions like that, and we practice, what happens is when things come to you, you'll just respond. I remember there was one time someone said something to me and it was, they didn't even finish the sentence. And I was like, mm -mm, nope. And I didn't even think. And that is what you want is no thinking. You want to respond through the body. The body is like, mm -mm, okay, so it's a no. So practice that because in that moment, you will know. Now for you, since you have an open throat, it may take a moment for you to voice it because your throat is totally open. So I wanted to ask you, what is your relationship with your voice? It's interesting because being what I consider an outspoken and confident person, I've oftentimes still found myself in many situations where I freeze. And it wasn't until about this year, specifically within my marriage and how Matt and I communicate in conflict, that I don't freeze anymore. I'm able to just take a pause and then clearly express whatever it is I'm going to say. But for many years, I thought in my head, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm unafraid to say whatever I want, but that really wasn't the case. So there would, there would feel like a lot of confusion. And am I going to say the wrong thing? Am I going to be perceived in the wrong way? How is this going to be received? 
just the second guessing yourself and a, a little bit of fear too around am am I clearly articulating what I need? Were there any conditioning around your voice? Meaning when you were younger, were you either really, really quiet and didn't speak a lot or were you really loud? Because when this is undefined, this person truly tries to attract attention either through their voice or through doing what or movement or whatever they're doing. So there is a lot of wanting attention from this being undefined. Yeah, I definitely always wanted attention for sure. And I very much too felt misunderstood as well of sort of like, oh, why am I even going to say anything because they're, this person isn't going to understand me, but, but very much still trying to be the center of attention. Absolutely. And the thing with the undefined or totally open throat like you have is I've mentioned that the white areas are actually the yes and. So it's yes, there's usually lots of pain and beliefs and shadows within these. But when you learn about having these, it's actually your superpower because then it's variable energy, meaning that your throat, you may have questioned if people would understand because your throat is variable, meaning that whoever you're around, the way that you speak or the way that you express could shift because you're taking in that, that energy. And the gift truly is that once you know that you have this and use this around people, you actually have a gift for speaking to people because they will hear you because you're able to understand how they need to hear things. That's so interesting. I love that. So that's so powerful in you guiding. Yeah. Right? That's like your superpower, especially with it being totally open. I love that. I, I very much resonate with all of that, with, with the, be, the ability to be the chameleon as far as fitting in around whoever I'm around and... I feel like I'm very adaptable as well, which I think is an actual, like a really strong skill to have. Mm -hmm. And to be able to express that in a way that others can understand you. Because if you're taking that energy in, you understand how you need to speak, what you need to say for them to understand. So that self-doubt that you had was only because of your own self-doubt of the variability of your throat, because it was so different at different times. But really, you were already using that chameleon voice and speaking to those around you in a way that they actually needed to hear. Mm, love that. The well center, the heart, the ego, it's all three. This is where self-worth and value and willpower lives. So what is your experience with willpower, consistency, and with your own self-worth? I thought I had a really solid sense of self-worth until I started really diving more into shadow work in the last maybe two years. And worthiness came up for me a lot, which was actually surprising to me. I, I didn't realize that that was an issue for me, but I started to realize a lot of the, um, the more outside beliefs and struggles I was dealing with had a root cause of worthiness, of not feeling worthy. And so... I'm working through it consciously, but I felt like it was a struggle for me for a long time. And that could have been masked by drinking for all the years that I turned to drinking. 
for sure. What was the other one? Self-worth and what else? It was all combined, like connection to the I am worthiness value and this oh willpower. How do you connect with willpower? That's perfect because that is this. There's a lot of people who are conditioned in society to believe that we have to be consistent all the time. We have to push through. And they don't even have that saying, if there's a will, there's a way. And every time they say that now, I'm like, well, you don't know if it's defined or undefined. So how do you know? (laughs) Right? (laughs) But when it is undefined, it means that sometimes you do have the willpower to follow through and sometimes you don't. You have that ebb and flow. And it also means you absolutely have nothing to prove. Like there is nothing to prove in this in this life. You are here to follow your ebb and flow of the willpower and to best support you in that is to follow your strategy. Because when you respond to something with an huh, you're excited. So you're going to do it. If you respond to something with an obligation, you may not want to do it. <laughs> right? Yes. <laughs> I have such a resistance to obligations, such a resistance to it. Yeah. So you're already aware of that and you're already aware of that inner motor that is on and off for you. So have compassion if there's like no willpower to do something. It means it's not in alignment truly is what it means, right? Plus, you have the double 15. So this is called a, a, a gate and you have it in the conscious and the unconscious. So it's in the black and the red. So the left side is all unconscious gates. These are all associated with our physical form, physical body. The numbers are all archetypes. So there's an energy around the archetype. And then each one of these symbols represents uh, an astrology. So it's like sun, earth, north node, south node. And then those are archetypes. And then on this side, the black, this is conscious. This is mind. So these are all the activations in the mind on the conscious side. And again, associated with the planet. So the unconscious is imprinted in your body graph 88 days before you're born. So it's on the unconscious level. And then the conscious or the personality side, they're imprinted at the time of your birth. Most of us resonate with the mind, right? We resonate with the conscious side of the mind. But we're really here to dive deep into the unconscious, the body, because we are here on the physical form. Why would we be here if we're not going to be in our physical form? So you have the 15 in your earth. Earth represents what you, what practices or what can you understand about yourself that you can implement so you stay grounded into the physical form so that you kind of can just raise your energy to the sun, which is the energy that you're here to be. So in your purpose is not anything you do. It's who you be while you're doing it. That's it. So for you, the 15 is in the conscious and the unconscious, and the 15 is about flow. Like, it, you are all about flow. And there's a <laughs> smile, so I'm going to let you share. <laughs> no, it's, it's so applicable for the season that I'm in, especially. There have been so many different aspects to my business this year, like now that I have so many different offerings. And I finished my coaching course, and normally... I would put a lot of pressure on myself, right? I talked about being a perfectionist, put a ton of pressure on myself to just go super hard to fill my schedule with clients and sign anyone up that I could. And this time around, I was like, you know, I just want it to grow organically. I just want to be in flow and I want things to 
When I feel inspired to create the content around it, I'll do it. When I feel inspired to pitch myself, I'll do it. But I really wanted to get out of this energy of forcing myself, the energy of obligation, right? Like I can create this and I really, when you're creating a business where you're helping people spiritually, emotionally, mentally, it it should be from a place of creation and love and, and not feeling forced. Like, of course, it's a business, right? I'm, I exchange and I receive money for giving these offerings, but it comes from a place that's so soulful. I'm just like, it just has to be flowy. It has to be with flow. And I haven't put any pressure on myself with the amount of money that I've had to make within my current personal training business or this new business. And everything's just felt really, really flowy. So I love that that showed up. And it showed up in your earth, which is how you stay grounded. So flow. It's how you stay grounded is when you have that restriction and that force that you're not yourself, you're ungrounded, you're not in alignment with who you are and what you're here to bring. And I love that you also said love because the 10 in the unconscious is the gate of self-love. So truly the energy that you are here to be is true, is love of the self and it exudes out to everybody else. So being in the flow gives you the permission to love yourself fully. And then you're stepping into the highest expression of the fulfillment of your purpose. Love that. Yes. I'm glad you love that. And there was another point. I don't go into the gene keys on here as much, but I did notice, and because we've had uh, conversations and going back and forth and you're so like, you're giving, you're very, oh yeah, do this and do this and do this. Not a lot of people like that. So I looked into your gene key to see what line your your prosperity gene key is. And the prosperity gene key is the pearl. And it is in line four, which is the same line as mine. Line four is truly, truly, truly. It's for service, love of humanity. It's for the whole. It truly is. Like you're giving and when you feel most prosperous, when you know that you're being of service and you're connecting with people and building, you have the root center. And the head open. So I mentioned the head before. The head is pressure to figure things out. The root is pressure to get everything done. And do you see how many activations you have in that? That is why you could get all those things. It's adrenaline. It's like adrenaline pressure that you can just do, 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 and you can get everything done. So you did put yourself under pressure and do. So I'm glad that you connected to the fact that you don't want to do that anymore and you have practices that actually ground you so that you don't because there's so many people that have this type of activation that don't know how to stop. So with this, is it going against my natural design if I do stop the pressure because it's so active? I'm curious about that. Because there's so many activations, right? And it, it's showing up in my chart that I do naturally put a lot of pressure on myself. Is it working against my human design if I stop it? Or is that what the human design wants me to do is to become aware of it and to not buy into that story anymore? That's it. it they, okay. What this means is, okay, you have the opportunity to amplify people's pressure energy where you get so pressured all the time. Now that you understand that it's open, you let that go. Let the pressure go. Choose not to be in pressure. But if there's an opportunity 
that you want to be in pressure, you get to use that. It's all the awareness of borrowed energy and consistent energy. Because what happens with the people that don't have this open, this sacral energy, work and life force, everyone has to work and like mostly, right? Work and life force. So the people that have this undefined, they're taking all of our work and life force energy, amplifying it. And they think they're superhuman because they can work all the time. But the fact is, is they're borrowing the energy. So they have to realize this is not my energy. This is borrowed energy and I need to let it go and be done. And another thing I also want to just point here because it came up in my mind or heart, whatever to say, when we borrow energy in a society that is low frequency, not doing the work, we are borrowing and amplifying that negative energy. So it's so important for us to ground into what is our consistent energy? What is my variable energy that I'm going to take in? And when you're noticing things, who am I around? Is this my energy? Is this affecting me in a negative way? Can I let this go? Because we're trying to raise our vibration. And the way that we can do that is through our own inner work. But we can't raise everyone else's. You know, we can only understand that we're taking in this energy that's low frequency. It's not me. I'm going to release that and continue to do my work. Of course, there's the ripple effect. When you are around people, you do give that to other people. <laughs> Just like that energy that you said when you moved, moved down here, now the people that you are around are a lot different. They are. So that energy is different. Your energy is different because the frequency of your cells are different. I would like to give you space to ask me a question or two. That way you can get a little bit more. Is there anything that you're kind of wondering about? I know there's a lot. But always, always, always start first. Strategy, so wait to respond. And with that, it's the quick response coming from the body and not the mind. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. Any other like big piece of advice that you generally see from this chart? Hmm. I mean, there's so much. So I would say the flow, trusting the flow. The self-love, I always love to go into the body first because we're all so much in the mind. Um, collaborations are your south node. So this is in your south node on both sides, which means you're really here to work with people, collaborate. Um, it's the humble leader. You like to uplift people and support people. Um, so that's your south node. That's what you're currently in right now. After 40, you move more into the north node. So right now you're in the collaboration part and then after when you move into the North Node, it's more listening. It's more sitting back and being that, that listener where people will tell you the most, I don't know, vulnerable things. Also, the motivation. So I'll just do the moon really quick. Motivation. The moon is emotions, but it's also what motivates you in life. For you, in the unconscious level, it is the 57. It's deeply instinctual. But it's very intuitive. So trusting that intuitive hit, and that actually mo motivates you when you receive that, like that intuitive hit, and you're able to take that action right away without having to think, as well as integrity. Integrity is huge for you. And this isn't even just integrity, like moral integrity. It's more so integrity, like moral, energetic, finance, taking care of the body, like 
all of the integrity of yourself. So integrity motivates you. Taking care of yourself, having yourself fully prepared, fully healthy, taking in all the nutrients you need, the time that you need, the resources you need, that motivates you with the trust that you can, in the moment, just do your intuitive guidance, your intuitive hit, which is also really beautiful for your coaching, the 57. You have a lot of activation in the G Center, and I'm going to go over what each one of these gates are. So these are all, all love, direction, and identity. So I mentioned the seven is collaboration. The one is purpose. The 13 is the listener, like listening to others. The 10 is self-love. The 15 is flow. Now, the 25, you don't have defined, but you still experience it variably. There just isn't a theme in your life. This 25 is connection to source or spirit. 46 is connection to the physical body. And two is allowing. Those are the two that are not defined, but that doesn't mean you don't experience, you experience it variably. It also depends on who you're around. So for instance, your husband, when you, let's say you put his chart next to yours, let's say he has the eight colored in and you have the one. So what that means is when you're in each other's energy, you have this whole channel combined, which then gives you that throat defined, which the throat defined means you have consistency in the throat. So there's electromagnetics with the energies of who you're around. That would be too. so interesting too, to do the people closest to you and see. There's conditioning that can happen with your family. When you're growing up, let's say your mother or your father had the 44 connected, which would then bring the spleen to the well center because then that makes this defined. That means in their energy, you had this willpower that could go, 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 go. But then as soon as you moved out, it kind of was like, huh, I don't have that willpower anymore. That's conditioned because you're taking in that energy from them. Wow. Ooh, so good. So good. Well, thank you so much. I hope you walked away with something. No, hearing hearing those elements reflected back to me, it just reminds me that what I'm experiencing is meant for me and I'm on the right path, exactly where I'm supposed to be. And having the deeper awareness of that, I'm going to be so much more conscious. And And I love that this showed up for me, just even my experience with you today, because I've so heavily focused on grounding back into my body for like specifically the last like eight months. And so thinking about being able to make decisions by getting out of the head and literally using the tool of my body, it, it's just will be magical. So I love that. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you so much for being here. I again, will have all of your info in the show notes. So if anyone wants to reach out, take a look at the show notes, reach out. If you're in the area, definitely check her out in the yoga studio, ecstatic dance, call out for coaching. And I appreciate you. I appreciate you spending this time with me. I look forward to connecting with you more because I know with ecstatic dance, we're going to be doing that. And I'm um, just very grateful. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Miranda. You're amazing. I appreciate the reading and our conversation. And um, we'll chat soon. My hope is that you walked away with something today that has opened your mind, your heart, or both. Listening to new perspectives not only help you grow and expand, but it helps humanity as a whole. 
So if you have someone that you feel would benefit from this podcast and you feel that you want to share, please do. Also, would love to connect with you on Instagram. So please follow me at Miranda J. Mitchell. One last thing, if this episode left you with any ahas and insights, take 30 seconds of your time and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. This is the only way I know you are loving the content and connection in this space. And if you want to know more or wondering how we can work together, please go to Miranda-Mitchell.com. Click on the contact in the menu and send me a message. Sending you all love. Till next time.